Welcome to Season 2 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Laura Brown, a franchisee of Mini Professors North Liverpool. We're going to be chatting about what that is, sort of why, why she does that, and also just a bit more about sort of why it helps children and things like that. So welcome to the podcast, Laura. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here today. No problem. First of all, I guess the main question is sort of what is Mini Professors? Okay, so Mini Professors is a fantastic programme for two to five-year-olds primarily. Um, Later on down the line, I will hopefully be going to schools and nurseries and doing a slightly older age group. But primarily it's for parent and child or care and child. um, So a grown-up and a child attending the class together um, for two to five-year-olds. So we can split the age groups into classes, but some of mine are mixed age groups and actually working quite well. And what do they do in these classes then? So it's a structured class, but it's very child-led. So obviously I'll have planned experiments and things like that. Um, They get to wear a little lab coat during the session, but some children don't like to wear the lab coats. Obviously we don't force that. And during the sessions, you'll see they start to want to wear it. Um, And then obviously you can get all the cute pictures and things of them in the lab coat. Um, But it's very um, structured, so each week's the same. So we have a science song to begin and finish the class, uh, which they love singing and doing the actions. And they obviously uh, like to sing that at home as well, and the parents come back and say they've been singing it at bedtime and things like that, so that's quite nice. So then there's a different theme each week, or a different topic each week, and there's like over 80 lesson plans uh, to span two years. So they go from the two to three age group into a three to five age group. And um, each week's a different session and we have a talk with props and pictures to look at, you know, so it's interactive and I ask children what they think the picture might be of or the colours or whatever we're doing that week. And then we go on to do experiments related to that topic. And we also have a video which is presented by children, which is quite nice because they get to see their peers on the screen and using the language they'd use. And um, we also have a video, a storybook as well, relevant to the topic. So it's quite an action-packed session. Uh, but one of the important things that I love about it is it gets them moving around the room a little bit. So they're not expected to sit for the full 40 minutes listening to a talk, basically. They are moving around and doing their own experiments where they get to do things hands-on. So that's what I love about it. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like something I would have absolutely loved as a child so what kind of experiments do they do because obviously in my head I'm thinking Bunsen burners and like high school stuff which is obviously not what they would do but what kind of experiments do they get involved with well it it really depends on um on the topic that week but some will be more activity based um where they'll create sort of artwork related to that thing uh, the topic that week. Some will be experiments where, you know, traditional experiments where you'd be adding chemicals. Uh, we don't use anything harmful. It's all safe and tested and uh, safe around the children of that age. Um, but it's adding chemicals and seeing colour reactions and chemical reactions. Um, we do things like um, build skeleton and when we did bones, you know, I can't say too much, obviously, I don't want to give it all away for anyone who might listen or wants to come, yeah. um, but things like that. So there's lots of different types of experiments, um, but they are all safe uh, for children to take part in. There's absolutely important things. It's not me 
doing an experiment and then watching. Obviously, we do demonstrate the experiments so they know what to do. And some of them in the, some of the lesson plans, I will do one, you know, if it does have a chemical or something in it where I don't want them to you know, get it on their hands or anything, I might demonstrate that. But most of the experiments are where they get to do the pouring, the mixing, turn taking, and it obviously gets all those skills, like the gross motor skills, fine motor skills, but also like the social skills, like tech sharing and turn taking and things like that. So, Do they then, do you think, prefer science or sort of, develop more of a sciencey type brain because they it's based, yeah I think because it's an early exposure I think they are more keen on science because they've obviously had it demystified and it's not a scary thing that you do that is something that only certain people can do it's accessible for all anyone can learn about science and obviously science covers everything from like the natural world um you know like biology like animals up to like physics and like developing you know roads and you know things like that so it can cover so much and from the minute you wake up in the morning if you've got an alarm that's science to the minute you go to bed and have a bath that's science because obviously running water and how water's developed how water's treated and things like that is science so um so it really does cover everything in the world so I think it helps them to understand where they fit in in the world as well because we do things about growing and things like that and about how they're going to grow and bones and blood and, you know, things like that. So they learn more about their bodies. Um, so they just learn more about the world around them, really. So have you always been interested in science? Or so what made you want to become a mini professor scientist leader? Person? Well, yeah, so I've always been interested in science since I was very little. I was one of those children. I think most children ask why this, why that, you know, why is the sky blue, why, or, you know, lots of things um, to ask why. So I've always been inquisitive, and I think being inquisitive is part of being a scientist and always asking questions. And then at school, I had a very good science teacher who made it fun and interactive. Um, so I think that really helped, and that's what I love about many professors, is it's not just talking at children, it is getting them involved and doing their own experiments. Um, I previously worked as a doctor, so I do have that science background as well. But the main reason I went into mini professors was because I experienced it firsthand with my little girl, who's now four years old. Um, so I'll just, just explain a little bit. The mini professors is part of the Wow World Group, which is an umbrella company which covers different... Um, children's classes so you might have heard of things like baby sensory and toddler yeah. sense so there's baby sensory uh, which is for children aged not to 13 months and there's toddler sense which is a follow-on program which is 13 months to five years and then we've more recently had reading fairy um, also which is I think 12 months to five years and then there's keeper beat as well which is first aid for children um, and then mini professors as well so we've got quite a lot of um, different programs under the umbrella and I started to attend classes with my daughter when she was six weeks old with baby sensory in Westlands and absolutely fell in love with the wow programs because they are set apart from other classes um, they've got so much research and development in the classes and then I went on to do toddler sense and then mini professors so I've kind of gone through all the programs I like how it focused though sort of on the science you know Obviously, a baby can't do it, and baby sensory and like playing around and being creative is important and that. But I think kind of teaching them this from a young age and like the first aid, like you mentioned as well, those kind of skills, if they're taught 
really early on kind of become like almost innate like they'll always question like oh why is that and then they might be like oh I remember some somehow that you know that like they've always known that's the reason that happens and stuff like that well yeah I think um it's interesting because I have parents come back and say oh they mentioned this this week like I had one little girl after bone session saying when she drank her milk oh it's to make my bones strong and you see start to relate it to their world and uh, my daughter when we did many professors online with Professor Lorraine who's the West Lanks franchisee um she we did light and we did about shadows and then she started talking about her own shadow which I'd never talked to her about and I hadn't ever thought to actually talk to her about that um at that stage she was only like uh, two and a half so you know I sort of you underestimate how much they do understand and how much they are curious about the world so yeah definitely there was something that I saw over Christmas that was um sort of Christmas lectures that uh Jonathan Van Tam had done I'm not sure if you watched them but he was kind of explaining the virus but it was very much sort of for children and there was a lot of it was very interactive and they had you know massive lateral flows and they were explaining how they worked and all that kind of thing and I think when science is explained and accessible for for younger people and interactive I think that's the key like when you said interactive not sitting down but actually getting involved maybe that helps children again remember more things do you think because they're doing it yeah I think it definitely does help when they're actually being able to take part themselves and obviously with experiments it's all about working out your hypothesis and whether what you think is going to happen does happen and sometimes things don't always happen in science that you're expecting um so some of my classes you know a science experiment might not happen at 100 how it is meant to but we turn that into an experiment itself and work out why it didn't happen and they love that as well because it's showing that you can learn from every situation as well so is it a once a week class and and sort of when did you start this in terms of have you had to do this online because of covid no, so I signed up to start my training during uh, a lockdown um, earlier in 2021. So I did my training during that period, but I decided to delay launch until September of 2021. So just a few months ago. Um, so I am a fairly new franchisee to the business and I'm just developing my preschool classes at the moment. But yeah, it is a once a week class running in terms. So parents or Parents will book on for like um, a term of classes. Um, so at the moment I'm running a six week term, but I do hope to increase that eventually to a 10 week term because that's what traditionally it was. It just means that you get a longer run at different topics and also parents don't have to book on as regularly, which I think they find helpful. At the moment I've got a six week term running uh, at the moment in two venues, uh, one in Crosby and one in Aintree. And I've got three classes running all together. Um, but obviously hope to increase that as the you know we get out there and more people find it and obviously word of mouth helps and um, people are excited about it and tell their friends so and so how is it different to school I know it's sort of for younger for younger children who aren't at school or say preschool how is it different sort of to a science lesson do you think in a school it is the age obviously um it's age appropriate um for two to five year olds but we don't dumb down language so we do still use the technical terms like polymers or you know we'll, we'll use dinosaur names because if they can say tyrannosaurus rex they can say 
polymer or you know something like that cumulonimbus you know with the cloud formation or something like that we do use it and they love trying to say the bigger words as well um so we don't dumb it down but it is still age appropriate and i think it's different to school in that obviously they've got the parents there so that's the main difference is that they've got that carer or grandparents a lot of grandparents do attend and love that time to spend with a child doing something like this and um, so i think it is different because they have got the caregiver there um so they'll be able to support them a bit more with the experiments because it is for younger children their gross motor skills aren't quite as developed obviously as a school-aged child so things like pouring and also they can do modeling for them so they can show them how to do things obviously a teacher would in a science class do that anyway it is quite similar to what you do in school, but more age appropriate for that age group and with the caregiver there. So I'd say that, you know, is the main difference. And no homework? Yeah, so we don't set any homework, but we do say during the week you might want to do this. And sometimes I'll post on social media um, some experiments that might be related to it, but aren't in the programme, so we don't spoil it for any children that are attending. Um, and also... Like sometimes people can't make the class and I'll say, oh, we were doing tiny creatures this week. You could do this art activity and perhaps send them a suggestion. Um, and I, as I have, you know, developed my social media more, I will be putting more things on there about what they could do that week, you know, related to the topic. So what's your favourite topic or science experiment? So if, if it doesn't have to be one that like, obviously you do at many professors, but if you had to sort of like a niche that you really enjoy, what would it be? um i think my favorite one um it's hard to say there's so many it's very varied that's the thing there's so many it varies like i love anatomy so i love the bone session um but i think um you know where we do an experiment about calcium and bones um and i think you love um chemical reactions as well which i've got coming up next term so that'll be lots of fun uh, but I do love anatomy. That's my sort of first passion in science, understanding how the body works and how it's, you know, designed and things. So. And I guess if you were previously a, a doctor, that makes sense how you enjoy anatomy more than sort of physics or something like that. Well, the fun thing is that I didn't particularly like physics at school compared to chemistry and biology, but now some of the physics experiments, I'm getting really into them, you know, like friction and things like that. I do enjoy learning them because they are presented in a different style but I think everyone does have a favorite within science um, and I, you might have heard of STEM which is the science technology engineering and maths sort of movement and um, they put arts into it as well I'd say our classes even have that in because we do do activities where they are creative with things as well to tying that into science as well yeah I am um, so I did physics a level and we went to CERN to see the the Hadron Collider but it was switched off which was a bit disappointing um, oh. <laughs> but I, I loved physics and sort of the whole like you said friction gravity like what was it center center of gravity all that kind of stuff really like just really fascinated me and the sort of maths in it in it as well I enjoyed but chemistry was definitely not for me and I think biology I enjoyed but it, it all it always depends on the teacher doesn't it I think at school you love the subject if you love the teacher and I think that's what it comes down to a lot and I think that's why people don't necessarily enjoy languages or they don't enjoy certain subjects because they, they might not gel with the teacher 
Um, so again, I guess if you're starting it earlier on, they'll love the subject regardless of the teacher as they get older. Hopefully that's the plan anyway. So I think giving them the wide variety with one programme. So some weeks, you know, you can see that some children are lighting up more. Um, obviously we try and make it wow factor each week with the different topics. Um, but some children will prefer different areas and it is interesting to see that they do. You can tell some love water playing, love pouring and mixing and, and some more creative and like to do things. And that's all about nurturing their individual talents within a group where you know they are all individuals but all learning the same programs i think my two favorite sort of chemical reaction experiments would be where you could make sherbet and eat it that was a fun yeah. one <laughs> and um you know the one with the magnet and the the are the iron filings and you could like draw oh you can line them up and make them move through things yeah stuff. yeah that was yeah, they did love magnets this that was one of my first classes that i taught and they did love that and then this week i did um another topic on animal communication we had to use a magnetic board for that and obviously i talked a little bit about magnets and they remembered from before how they worked so that was nice and uh, so you do see them tying things together as well how has it been for you then because obviously you're all like very intelligent and used to sort of talking to, to adults, you know, as a doctor, you'd be talking to adults. How is it for you to kind of relay this to children and sort of teach it to, to sort of not a lower level, but a level of that's not an adult? Yeah, it is. Um, it is difficult in a way to make that transition, but because of my previous training in medicine, I was, I started my paediatrics training. I've always loved working with children. So I've always had that um, ability to interact with children and, you know, get things across because you have to explain like medications or tests or things like that in a child's appropriate way um, and make things fun and play games and things like that. So I've always kind of had an interest and obviously I've got my own four-year-old. So, so she helps me with the experiments and obviously she is a bit older. So when I practice a, a session or an experiment, she will give me more answers than say a two-year-old would who's not got that language development. But then I'll just have to think, what would a two-year-old think about this? And my franchise is very good um, at supporting me with that and thinking how we can relay this information to different age groups and things like that. So, so yeah, I've got a lot of support in the wild group as well. That's helpful. So for your specific are there more girls or boys? Like, what's that like at this young age when they're sort of not stereotyped as much? I'd say it's about equal at the moment. Um, yeah, I'd have to look at the numbers, but I think it is more equal. I haven't thought about that because I don't see male and female. You know, I haven't looked at the breakdown, actually. It'd be interesting to see that and see how it changes when I get more numbers because, obviously, I am at the smaller end of the numbers, so it's not as easy to see if there's a big difference but as you get more numbers you can sometimes see if there's more of a difference but I'd say it's about equal at the moment um I'd say there's more um parents that are female bringing children that might be related to like work life and things like that and whether they're at home more uh, but dads absolutely love the sessions as well um so I've got dads bring them to the weekend set specials that I do and they they love getting involved as well and sharing that time with the little ones do you think obviously sort of more boys are still in sort of the STEM subjects. They, they go into engineering or coding and technology, science-based stuff more. How do you think 
that can change so sort of girls go into I think I think programs like this I think you know many professors at a young age um just getting the conversation started about science and including those topics like engineering maths and physics uh, which are you know previously might have been seen more as male subjects um but you know there's a lot of people that work in engineering and um mathematicians that are female and I think it's it is changing um I think generally with play and children's play people are becoming more flexible in terms of what they play with and not segregating it into male and female toys um so that's great really and and just letting them know that they can be whatever they want to be and you know, we might not all end up as scientists that are in the mini press program, but they will have an understanding of the world around them. So even if the end goal isn't to get more scientists, which we hope we will inspire a new generation of scientists with our program, it is about understanding the world around them as well as, you know, doing that in the future. So what days are your sessions then? I run on a Tuesday in Crosby. Um, I run two sessions, one at 11.15 and one at 1.15. And then I run on a Thursday in Aintree at 9.45. So I've tried to give a couple of days and a couple of different time options. Um, obviously, as hopefully, as I increase awareness in the area, I'll get more um, classes during the days that I currently run. And then I'll be able to expand to another day. I, am, I have done a couple of weekend specials. So I did an autumn special on weather and a Christmas Santa science special. And they had a good turnout. Obviously, some people might not be able to make weekday classes uh, or just prefer to come at the weekend when both, um, you know, different people in the family can come. Um, so I'm hoping to do one sort of weekend special a month or every two months just to give that, you know, um, flexibility as well. And I, I'll try and do it so that it's not the same as the week classes. So they can go to both if they'd like to. But obviously, I just have to look at the plans and work that out, really. What was the Santa? Oh, well, the Santa special was lots of magic. So lots of fun included with science. So we did quite a lot of um, talking about how, you know, how we could explain the science behind Santa and his reindeer and the flying. And so we did some experiments, you know, towards uh, looking at gravity. And, um, you know, we did some chemical reactions made our own snowstorms. And we made some reindeer food as well. Um, so yeah, so we had lots of fun on that session, and then we got a little gift to take home as well, and some reindeer food to put out, and it was all wildlife friendly as well. So I'm quite into wildlife and um, you know hedgehogs and birds and things like that. So I made sure if they put it outside, it didn't have glittering and things like that. So finally, if listeners you know like what they've heard, they want to know more information, sort of in your your region, how can people sort of get in touch with you and find out more information to for their children to participate? Okay, so um, there is a Mini Professors website. Uh, the main Mini Professors website is miniprofessors.com. Um, and then you'll be able to see general information about the program and the different areas that's running. And you can put your postcode in and it'll show you the ones near to you. Um, if you are interested in North Liverpool classes, it's just miniprofessors.com slash North Liverpool, all one word. Uh, I'm also on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. You can search Mini Professors North Liverpool and I'll come up. Um, you can also, I'm thinking about starting a newsletter. So if you send me your email address with sort of um, a little bit of information about what you're interested in, I can put you on a newsletter and things like that and let you know when classes are starting on certain days. Oh, amazing. Well, thanks so much for chatting today about, about that. It's really interesting. And I think it's something that sort of all children should do at that age.
Yeah, well, I'm glad you think so. That's the idea anyway. So I think, um, yeah, we just need to get the word out there and um, yeah, get some some more children um, interested in science and looking at, you know, questioning things around them. So yeah, well, thanks very much for having me today. It's been great to talk to you. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire lass.